Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. And speaking of Gungahlin, a place I do quite a bit of shopping, quite a bit of grocery shopping. Will which, you part-time live there? Yeah, I do. Uh, but it's important to remember that um, today, the 2nd of June, mm. is Rotisserie Chicken Day. Okay, like a day for them or a day to celebrate at enjoying them? So my question is exactly that, Ned. Yeah. Um, today is rotisserie chicken day. Does that mean we don't eat them today or does that mean yeah. we eat more of them today? Because is it a the sign end of, of respect or no? Because yeah, if you were to think of International Cannibal Day, like would you be celebrating eating people or would you be celebrating not eating people? Yeah, exactly because that's, right. I want to put make chickens people in this analogy yeah. just so it can, the gravity of what we do to chickens yeah. weighs in. Because we are killing them. them on mass and eating them. No, and I'm not. I'm not a vegetarian, uh, and I have nothing against vegetarians or anything. I'm just not one. I do eat chicken. Yeah. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I love but at chicken. The, the end of the day, that is what we're doing. Yeah, we're farming them to eat them. Yeah. Um, I would say if we were going to celebrate something, you wouldn't do that today. You would give them the day. <laughs> You'd off. You'd give them the day. We off. We would just halt production yeah, on that, rotisserie chicken. We just for have a, today. We have an absolutely massive day yeah. of just no. That think, would be how how I would take rotisserie chicken. Well, day. I think that's the way that chickens would take rotisserie chicken. That's what chicken I think day. they would yeah. like. I yeah. think it was up to rotisserie chickens; they would absolutely have it this way. I'm having a look, and it's like I think it like is the mass things we put them on is yeah. it's not good. No. It's, I like think the I'm, huge twelve, like the twelve row things. Oh yeah, where we cook them in twelve at when once. When you go to yeah. a charcoal chicken and they're literally cooking like a hundred chickens at <laughs> once. Like, wowee! Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, we have a complete and utter control over you guys. Can I say though? I think actually this day doesn't exist if it's not for the other thing. It has it's, to be. It's for, for raising other. awareness of rotisserie chicken and increasing purchasing of rotisserie yeah. chicken, which I think. Well, because the rotisserie part of the chicken part is na- how to prepare them, how to cook them. We call this like National Ingham's Day because yeah. the only people that are happy here are the people selling the chickens. Of course, like yeah. the chickens aren't happy about National no, Rotisserie no, no, no. Chicken Day. But this is that's what I'm trying to say is that like rotisserie is the way to prepare them. So yeah. like if we're including rotisserie chicken in the the day, like so fried saying, chicken today not doesn't count. Well, we're not no, celebrating it, fried chicken. But if you said it's fried chicken day tomorrow, the chicken has to be fried for yeah, me to yeah. enjoy it. Like that's the <laughs> day that we're celebrating. If it was just chicken day, great. I'd go out and a chicken, yeah. I'd go out and muck muck or whatever, or eat some corn. Oh, so you're saying if it was National Chicken Day, fine, no worries. We could go out and just appreciate chicken. But because we're using the word on how we prepare it in the day, it has to be that we're celebrating eating them. Well, you know, the best case scenario yeah. in my mind for this, if you're an animal lover like I am yeah. and you just want to do the whole close your eyes and forget where food comes from yeah. thing, is we can celebrate National Rotisserie Chicken Day with live chickens. But all we need to do is just put all the garnish and the sauce and the the pepper and everything yeah. just on a live chicken. Just t- yeah, just and then salt it lightly, pat yeah. it on the head, and go on your way. Then get one of those merry-go-rounds that we have at yeah, a park. Yeah. Put them on one of them. It's like, see, you're being rotated, but not in a dead kind of way. How fun's this? <laughs> in a fun kind of yeah. way. Soon this will be in a very real way. And but for much- now, <laughs> look, at, look at you go. Not today. Not today. Not for today. You, it's your day today, chicken. <laughs> It is time for your pink in Paris code word. This one is for Saturday, the 3rd of June. So that's a bit of a sneaky one. It's special. And the word is champagne. Oh, yes, it is indeed. The word champagne is your code word for Saturday, the 3rd of June. Can I just quickly say, we've got some news from the world of, and just like that. AKA Sex in the City Sex in the City. Um, And it is, it's something that I wanted to tell everybody uh, who might be fans of the show, but also really, really dive into it as a topic because it's something that confuses me about Hollywood to no end. 
Kim Cattrall has apparently filmed some scenes for And Just Like That, yep. which means her character Samantha Jones will be in the show. Now, it was explained in season one, if I believe correctly, um, not that I've watched it or anything, that uh, she has moved to London, and that's yeah. why she's not a part of the original yes. gang anymore. Correct, that's um, why she left. She's moved to London. So the scenes she's filmed... Those who are a fan of the behind-the-scenes drama will know that uh, I don't think Kim Cattrall can stand Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, apparently they're not getting along. Apparently that's part of it. Yeah. But they've filmed scenes with Kim Cattrall where she's talking to Carrie on the phone. So right. basically it's sort of just her voice has been recorded yeah, and okay. scenes of her talking on the phone. So she didn't have to work with any... It says here, did not have to work with any other cast members. I mean, it's like... I know people who have worked with people who are like legit kleptomaniacs mm. and like will steal stuff out of their lockers Bizarre. and like and yeah. like proper like do illegal stuff mm. at work. How they still go to work? Yeah. How bad is Sarah Jessica Parker really? Well, this is the thing like, I wanted honestly, to raise. How bad could she now, be? Let me say quite <laughs> yeah. unequivocally, and yeah. I will state this as a fact: you yeah. should never put yourself into an environment you don't feel comfortable no. in. So I'm not making fun of anybody for going. No, nah, I don't want to work there yeah. anymore. But. At the same time... We're not talking about Hollywood t- actors. This, this for me, is so... Like, I cannot imagine being that rich. No. That HBO would come to me and say... Please. Millions of dollars to play this Please. character again, and all you have to do is work with someone you don't really like yeah, that much. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, we're just we're playing pretend anyway, so yeah. fine. Yeah. Same thing with The Rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that he was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do Fast and Furious movies anymore. Because I can't stand Vin Diesel. I'm like, just work it out so you don't have to film scenes together. How's that? And then you can both be millionaires. Because I tune in daily for the Hollywood Minute, I'm very aware of this. But when I was a kid, I was like, filming must go. And because I was like, I didn't understand how movies worked. I was like, filming must go for like four years. That's why these movies take so long to come out. That's why when I see Robin uh, Williams flying around in Hook, it's because they had to teach him to fly. This is insane. Most films are done in like a month. Like they film them in a month. Imagine getting paid like $70 million to put up with someone barely in your peripherals for set for a month for $70 million Think and being like, the nah. people at your work, yeah. your day-to-day work, yeah. you put up with without getting yeah. $7 million exactly. for a month's yeah. work. Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I also hats off to Kim Cattrall because yeah. she's seen what's happened through COVID and gone, ah. Anyway, I could zoom this in. Yeah. Anyway, I could yeah. just, I'll do it. I'll if, I don't have, if I don't have to see anyone. Yeah. And they've gone... We like those terms. Yeah. Here's the money anyway, and you don't have to see anyone. It's the best of both worlds. And I like those terms too, because Sam was always my favourite. She yeah, was the whole, she was the reason you watched. That's why I haven't watched it just like yeah, that. Exactly. Like, if Sam's on it, why am why I watching would I yeah. tune in? <laughs> David Kosh announcing retirement from Sunrise. He's out of here. I believe today's his last show. It is, yeah, he's done. Um can I just say quickly also, uh today's Mark McGowan's last day as Premier of Western Australia. Yeah. And those two things are related. They are, or yeah, they are. aren't. They are. They're How? talking about, um, and I think this would be a spectacular decision. They're talking about a potential Stan Grant replacement of Koshi yeah. on uh, Sunrise. That'd I love great. Stan. I think that would be fantastic. Stan's the man. Stan is the man, um, and he's a fantastic journalist. I think it would be incredible. Uh, they're also talking about uh, Doctor Chris Brown, yeah. which makes less sense because he's a veterinarian. He's not. Um, a I mean, but at the end of the day, Koshi was a financial analyst yeah, and yeah. did a pretty good job for twenty five years. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a vet's what we need. And it, anyone can give it a crack. Doctor Chris. 
Brown is also a TV presenter and yeah. has been for 10 years. I'd so. love to know when the last time uh, Chris Brown had his finger up a dog's when, when, date. When, did he oh, when was the last time Dr. Chris Brown gloved up and had to put his hand inside an animal? <laughs> I think not very long. Uh, I think years and years that ago. That is what I want to know. Yeah. And when was, and more importantly, when was the last time he did it and it wasn't yeah. televised? Yeah, that's exactly. what, I, that's yeah. what I would like to know. When was the last time you were up to your shoulder and cow? Chris, Chris when was that? the answers. Yeah. <laughs> and when was there not sound and hair and makeup behind Can you? Can I be very clear, though? I don't think any of these questions matter because I don't think he's taking over the show. I don't think Stan Grant's taking over the show. There's no way. I think Premier Mark McGowan why? is taking it because why did they announce it on the same day and yeah. why is their last day the same day? Yeah, I guess it's odd, but still. Do you think Koshy, what do you think they're doing like a parent trap where Koshy's going to go and become the Let me governor be very, of no, WA? No, he's not going to be. Well, I, no, well, the premier. Mark the premier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the governor uh, of Western uh, Australia. I do declare. Uh, let me be clear. I have actually now brought some proof to the table because I said this earlier in the week when you were away and it sounded like the ramblings of a madman. Yeah. And it still kind of does. But the company that owns Channel 7 is called Seven West Media. Yeah. Because, like, its largest stockholder and all that. It's Western Australia Australia based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe during the COVID pandemic, Kerry Stokes or whoever's making the calls. Yeah. Saw Mark McGowan on TV all the time. Went, this guy just There's has something about him. He has a watchable quality. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yep. I want to see it every morning when I wake up. And that is what's happened. Well, where does Kosh go then? Or is he not? A, he's not. He's not a part of this equation. Kosh goes to worry about Port Adelaide Football yeah. Club. Someone has to. So I mean, look, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on that Koshy can yeah. do. But Mark McGowan's Mark like McGowan, up for the job. Yeah, yeah. The now the new. Yeah. The new face. The new way to wake up. The new way to wake up is Mark McGowan. Do you think that potentially the only job that would be more uh, enduring on your soul than a premier of a state would be getting up at 3 a.m. every single morning to go and get hair and makeup? We get up at 4.30 and we can do the show in track pants. Um, I can't imagine having to wake up an extra hour and a half early to get them hair and makeup done. So So I don't know why he would go from a stressful job to an even more stressful job. Mm. Like, Koshy had a full head of hair when he started the Today Show. He didn't really. Yeah. Let's, let's no, I think he's always going to look like an egg. He's kind of always looked like an egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, can we say yeah. that after... I, How much faith would you have if Arthur, after five, six years of no longer hosting Sunrise, Koshy had a full hair head again? Like, if after he quit, he yeah. was just like, it came back. Yeah. I think that... Would you sleep until, like, 11 a.m. every yeah, day from yeah, that yeah, point yeah. forward? I would say it's for my mental health yeah. and for my head's health. Yeah. For a full head of hair, I'm going to need to sleep until I'm going to need to sleep until at least midday yeah. every day. It would suck for the people that Shane Warne did, like, the hair treatment yeah, ads yeah. for, mm-hmm. because essentially sleep was the answer this whole the time. The answer was sleeping in, guys. <laughs> sleep would have <laughs> Ned, yeah, I believe you've got a Neighbours from Hell story, and I just wanted to say, look, now that Tracy's gone, yeah. Ali's doing a great job at a current affair, but I don't think the Neighbours from Hell quote has been quite the same. No, I think they're trying to move in a more uh, less journalistic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Less but let, let me be from clear. Hell. Let yeah. me be clear. I would like to try and pick up the mantle a little bit here and add some ambience to our Neighbours from Hell story. Sure. So this is quite literally um, from YouTube, Hell Ambience. So. You know some what? From can, hell. Yeah, I can Here hear we are. some brimstone. I can hear some screams. This yep. is good. Okay. What's happened is that a neighbor has gone on Reddit and is like, look, I've got a pretty um, pretty benign thing that I'm upset about. I need some advice because I don't know how to address this problem in my life. Uh, my neighbor parks has parked his two cars on his property. So they're off completely on his property. Mm. But the way that they're parked sort of blocks off the access for the guy who's complaining 
um, if he has guests that come over, they sort of can't mount the curb because mm. of where his cars are parked. Interesting. So this guy's like, look, I understand this is quite petty, but... I'm going to get rid of the hell ambience. This isn't a neighbour from hell. This is just annoying parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, it is his neighbour. Yeah. Look, the guy's like, I understand it's on his property, but it's really annoying me. A lot of people are like, you're being so petty. Mm. There's so yeah, many other ways. It's just parking. So yeah. many other ways you can spend your time uh, as opposed to complaining about something on someone else's property. Get off this guy's case. Yeah. Um, except for this guy has been doing it from at least 2009. Because that's as far as the Google Maps go back to... So he's potentially been doing it for more 14 than... 14 years. Oh, my God. Well, they say that there's one from 2007, but the street view doesn't go back that far. So, like, they, the person's claiming at least 14 years, potentially 16 years. All right, well, let's go back to neighbour in hell category. Yeah. I think that this... I think if you do something annoying, like, like very, very passively annoying... Yeah. You do it for long enough, eventually it'll drive someone insane. I think you're right. I think if the, even if it's a small, small thing, the length of time, there's a graph. Yeah, like the yeah. length of time, one of those ones that just yeah, goes up yeah. versus the X, Y axis. Yeah. And if you are doing something annoying, even if it's small for long enough, yep. it becomes a big deal. If I like every single day bumped into our boss and mm-hmm. was like, like not like not not fully, but sort of hip and shouldered him yep. and went, oh, sorry, mate. Or, and, like, legitimately was apologetic. was like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, sorry, mate, sorry about that. If I did that every day, how long, how many days do you reckon i get before he tried to fight me? No, it's a well, month, sure. I reckon, because Boss Rod loves a bit of pro wrestling, so I reckon yeah. I reckon he'd enjoy it. I reckon yeah. he's one step away from wanting to do the hair tussle, a bit of rough and, hey, yeah. what's going on, boys? That's his ideal I reckon office. he knows he can't do that. Yeah, so I actually yeah. think you'd be giving him an invitation. Yeah. But if you were to, for example, throw a pen at him yeah. every day... I reckon you get five days of that before yeah, exactly. you're fired, five to be honest. I you get five days. Just... But if you were to maybe just go, yeah. every time you saw him, yeah. I think you'd probably get three years of that yeah, before exactly it's right. like, okay, this is a pointed attack now. What are you doing? It's like how they say everyone has a price. Everything has a time limit. Yeah, 100%. If I, like, as I was getting home, tooted my horn, went toot every single time, in five years, I would expect someone to try and come and kill yeah, me. You'd be arrested. Yeah. You'd be arrested within five <laughs> years. Misuse of a horn. Yeah. It'd be a ginormous <laughs> crackdown. There'd be police coming out everywhere. <laughs> Josh, a heist that is so bizarre in its concept and in its target that I cannot imagine this guy ever thought he was going to be caught. All right? Okay. In the city of Vancouver in Canada, or maybe it's even the state, I don't know. But anyway, there's a guy in Van- North Vancouver who broke into a pharmacy and decided to get away with a very specific item. He had an esky, like on wheels, obviously, so you could get away with it. And he also had a little duffel bag. But he stole $2,100 worth of toothpaste. Mm. Yeah. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Like the, uh, what's it called, Becadine or whatever it is, the white one. that I, It's yeah. essentially your trademark toothpaste. As he was leaving, like he left the store and like started sprinting down the street, police who were responding to a completely different matter were like, why is that guy running? And we're like, hey, mate, what's in the esky? Had a look. And they're like, you didn't just get that from the pharmacy that's closed that you just ran out of, did yeah. you? And it caught him. It's not exactly uh, the detective of the year that's yeah. put that together. No, it's just right place, right time. That's what I mean. Of like this, and That's what I'm saying. Of like, this guy probably never thought he was going to get caught because he's like, I'm stealing. Ju-. He didn't steal anything but toothpaste. Yeah. So he's probably like, this is so bizarre that probably, someone probably think that like we didn't get a delivery or there was an order that was messed up or whatever. To be caught straight away doing the dumbest thing ever yeah, is it's a, very unfortunate. It's a weird one to be talking about in jail. Yeah, yeah. I stole a bunch of toothpaste. 
What? <laughs> yeah. How, how did that go bad? Huh? Yeah. How does that end you it, up in it should here? essentially be the adult version of stealing candy from a baby. Like, that should be the easiest. How? What? Why? How? Why? You also know why. Like, I'm glad. If I I'm, I don't want to be a criminal, obviously. Oh, no, of course not. If I was going to be a criminal, being one 40 years ago would be the way to go. CCTV's ruined being a criminal. Uh, you have to uh, imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I will say that. But this is a... I'm going to add a, a, a part of this that I've not mm. mentioned before because I didn't really see it. Um, Twitter have torn shreds off this. Guy. Oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. what I mean. Being a criminal forty years ago, maybe you get a headline yeah. in the newspaper and then that's it. But you don't have people saying, "At least he'll have a, the, the best smile ever in his mugshot." Mm. These officers deserve a rest and some kind of plaque. Oh yeah, yeah great, yeah, yeah. yeah, fantastic. That took that took some nerve. Hope the officer braced himself for that brush with danger. Oh, Did they yeah. do a cavity search? Was it in the superstore uh, that was a filling station? Oh, Somebody yeah. stop me is what this guy said. Someone yeah, should some, stop me. Someone actually stop yeah, Someone yeah. absolutely should um, stop you. Can I just dovetail? Yeah, I did say I wanted to dovetail. Please dovetail. Why? Oh, why? Yeah, is toothpaste so expensive? I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. That's one of those questions I actually would like a scientist. <laughs> when we do share the street here with the CSIRO, yeah. I would like a scientist to tell me yeah. why toothpaste is so expensive. What is in it? What's in it that makes it so expensive? I could not tell is you. Is it just a, the fact that you only buy it like maybe once every two months? Yeah. And so the companies need to get their money while they can? Yeah. Like, why is toothpaste so expensive? I Because an esky full of toothpaste, I have no, dra- no drama believing that's $2,000 yeah. worth of toothpaste. Should it be? No. Probably not. Yeah, probably. I mean, he has a lot. Here you go. Here's the official. It's two two duffel bags and an esky. So it's a fair yeah, bit. It's, it's a considerable bit. It's amount a bit, of toothpaste. But it's like ca- that's luggage for an overseas trip yeah. full of toothpaste. I and could- that's $2,000. Exactly right. I could not name you in a single ingredient in toothpaste Neither other than sugar, which is the only thing that I think shouldn't be in toothpaste. No, toothpaste doesn't have... Well, most toothpaste on earth does not have sugar. Really? Yeah, I thought it... 100%. Used to. Used to, like back in the right, day. Yeah, okay. Especially kids' toothpaste. So then, yeah, I go back to my original statement. I have no idea of what... Any, I could have you not ever name, seen that on a Colgate packet? It says like, no Colgate sugar... Uh, toothpaste contains sugar. Really? No Colgate. No, that, if the yeah. word Colgate is on this, yeah. sugar is not in sight. That's that one in 10 dentists that loves sugar. Yeah. He, that's why he's pissed off so at that's Constantly. Sugar, yeah. hear me out, yeah. might be the key to tooth health. Can we I'm not put sure. sugar in, guys? Otherwise, I'm out. I'm a bit of a fringe yeah. dentist, yeah. and I actually think you're all wrong. Gary, get sugar. the hell out of here. We'll oh, just say God. 9 out of 10 on the packet. <laughs> get out of here. Josh, I have been sick all week. I came back yesterday, uh, here today. Um, it's been no fun whatsoever. I'm at that point now where my throat just really, really hurts. So anytime yeah. I cough. You have to brace yourself to cough. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And I've been trying, like last night when I was in bed, because it's weird when I lay down, I start coughing a lot. I'm trying to just like ignore it, just think about anything yeah. else that it'll yeah. go away and it'll go away. And it never does. I end up doing like the coughs when you try and like not cough where you're like, <laughs> you sound and then like you have car. to cough anyway. Yeah, sound like an old car starting. Yeah. Up yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to cough anyway, and it's yeah. way worse. Yeah, much um, worse because you've sort of warmed your throat up yeah. for how bad it's going to be. But finally, um, I've reached. I can hear it. Gravel. Yeah. Let me maybe. just turn the mic up a little bit. You can't speak loud if I do this. Okay? I have reached critical levels of let's call it Arnett. Oh, yeah, you do sound like Lego Batman. I've got a bit of Bojack. Got so a bit of say Gotham City. Gotham City. Yeah, no, your accent's terrible, but yes, you do. Gotham you do. City. Yeah, <laughs> Gotham City. Bloody, get out of here, Joker. You're up to no good. You're a drongo. And we really don't need an Australian superhero. No, um, no, no, no. Look, what I've discovered, though, because I did it this morning to try and, like, you know what what, what a, it is, and I haven't seen the movie. I've just seen parts of it. I've essentially seen it entirely on TikTok. Mm. Um, but in the new Puss in Boots mm. movie, there is death. 
who is a wolf who's like coming after Puss. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he's, he's down to his ninth life, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. down to his nine life, and now death's coming for him. It's uh, grim. In the movie, he's played by like a, uh, it's the guy who played Pablo Escobar in Narcos and stuff. So oh, he's like, yeah. he's a, and he's Spanish Wagner. in the movie. Yeah, Wagner, it, someone. Yeah, 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 he's a good actor. He's a very, very good actor. Uh, actor. Um, what I realized though is I sound very much like him because he has a very deep, gravelly voice. I'm sad you don't sound like Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Can you do a bit of puss in boots? It's puss in boots. Yeah, you do. You, <laughs> you, you sound like him. I, yeah, but. Because this guy is a cat. Do it cat- again. Do it again. <laughs> it's booze in boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I realized is because this guy speaks in Spanish. Yeah. I started doing it in Spanish. And it doesn't matter what I say, but speaking in this way in Spanish sounds, sounds cool. rad. Can I? Can I? Give me some stuff. And and I'm not so even going to pretend for, like everybody, I- for everybody that's never listened to this show before, Ned lived in Spain for two years when he was a kid. So yeah. you can speak like what? Third grade Spanish? I can speak you very sound like basic a child Spanish. When you speak to someone yeah. in Spanish. I got yeah. to witness it in LA when we were there last year. Yeah. You were speaking to an Uber driver and she was mocking you because you sounded like, like a good. child. Yeah, it's not but good. It's funny to me. But yeah, I can speak Spanish. Right, so, so give I'll it to me. I'm going to translate these. When I say like a grade three kid, you, you only words that you learned were only yeah. words. Like you didn't learn the word mortgage. No. You didn't learn yeah. the word uh, petrol. Audit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. You, yeah. you only learned kids' words. Exactly right. So what if I was to say. But I'm going to, like, I'm going to put it from English to Spanish. I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to put it into Google. So just say, can you just say, I went to to the toilet at school today. I went to the toilet at school today. <laughs> to the toilet at school today. I want to see if you can make that sound cool with your okay. gravelly voice and in Spanish. Sure. Here we go. I went to the toilet at school today. Fui al baño en la escuela hoy. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Go on. Um, anything else? I'm, I'm seeing you've picked grade three things. So I yeah, got go. I got tickets to see the Wiggles. Two tickets to see. <laughs> The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Because <laughs> uh, I was there very, like, in the early noughties. The Wiggles I, were a part of your life over no, there? No, no, yeah. Okay. Llega a las entradas para los veren merenos. Yeah, great. I think merenos is Wiggles. <laughs> yeah, great. Merenos. How? Los merenos. If, if the Wiggles ever want to reform as the cockroaches and yeah. do, like, basically go back to being a rock band, <laughs> yeah. say that again. I just got out of it. But they Mer- would, what is Wiggle again? The Wiggles. Les Mereños. That's what they should call themselves. Yeah. If they ever want to be a hard rock band. Well, yeah, because the alternative for them would be La Cucaracha. Yeah, La yeah, Cucaracha yeah. dances around the Mexican <laughs> hat. That's what cockroach is in Spanish. Ah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah that's good. Um, can I get you to it's say- very hard to get across Spanish humour. <laughs> can I get you to say in Spanish, yeah. I hate the Ned and Josh radio show. I hate the Ned and Josh radio show. Oh, oh, I see if you, you're like one of, the, one of the sentences. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of fun jokes. Yeah. Hopefully. Ready? Uh, no, this is, so this is one of my least favourite sentences to possibly hear. Okay, here. And you could tell it to me now in Spanish and see if I enjoy hearing, I hate the Ned and Josh radio show. Yo odio el programa de radio de Ned y de Josh. It still sounds like I'm about to be yeah. murdered. So, odio yeah, no. el programa yeah. de radio de Ned y de Josh. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't that's, it? That's less... For some reason, I still know that's ominous. I still yeah. know that's bad. And just for everyone playing along at home, because I, I wanted to do this the entire time, Ventura. <laughs> yes, Satan. <laughs> good stuff. All right, well, 90s, uh, 90s, 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 Bit of a gear change now, yeah. And I don't really know how to do this, so yeah. um, I'm going to let you figure it out because I feel you. like the only thing that would be that would be worse is me trying to inject myself. So you go for gold, mate. This has been one of the toughest shows I've ever done. Um, 
I just, but at the same time, I feel like we ask you guys to start your day with us every morning, and I want the vibe of everything here to always be that you're hanging out with mates. So, yeah, I tell you, like I told my mates this morning before we started the show, my pop passed away last night. Yeah, um, he was 88. His name was Lionel. Um, now, for those who've listened to the show before and know Rock and Robin, um, that's to her husband. And yeah. Lionel's been on the show before a couple of times as well. He used to love getting on the radio. Leap and Lionel, we used to call him. Um, yeah, we found out he had pretty aggressive lung cancer about literally only 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, and at 88, sometimes that doesn't muck around. And it didn't. And he went downhill very quickly and um, passed away peacefully last night. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny because I'm I'm 32 years old and this is the first time I've had any experience with this kind of grief mm. uh, and that in of itself is charmed like blessed yeah. like to be as old as I am um, and to have not had this feeling before I, it's not lost on me how lucky that is and at the end of the day this is the circle of life he was 88 years old like mm. he lived a great life he lived double the length of what some people on earth that's their life expectancy like he's 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 very lucky and we were very lucky to have him for as long as we did and but it's still strange it's strange today to know he's not here anymore mm. and that's that's a very weird thing um and it's funny because I'm more, I think for me, I he was always my pop. Yeah. So he was an always a, a bit of, he was an old man. Yeah. <laughs> like for my whole life. Whereas I'm I'm thinking much more, and I think in these moments, a lot of times you go to you, your family. Like my mum's lost her dad. Yeah. And that's, I'm also very lucky. I'm, I get to leave here today and go straight to where they are and I'll be able to see my mum and that's yeah. not lost to me. That's also very lucky. A lot of people overseas when things like this happen, they can't be with their loved ones. I'm going to give my mum a cuddle today and that's that means the world to me. Um, but this is this is such a universal thing. Everybody knows what this feels like and now I do too. And that's 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 how I feel about it. I just, I think... The thing for me that I just wanted to say was this guy was a titan of a man. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, up until he literally, he was cracking jokes with the doctors yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in agony. He was in between bouts of just writhing in pain. He's cracking jokes. He was hanging out because his oldest son, who's my uncle, um, he uh, coaches Fiji in the Super Rugby. He had to fly from Fiji to get there to say goodbye. Yeah. And he, he made it. He made it there in time to say goodbye. And my pop yesterday came out of in and out of pain and went, did Michael get home <laughs> safely? Lovely. Like to the very end, this guy yeah. taught me how to care about the people that rely on you. And that's that's the lesson he left behind for me more than anything. And to take take life not too seriously, have fun with it because you're only getting one go at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, my heart, my heart really breaks for my nan today because they were together for over 60 years. Now, I just can't imagine what it's like having that person there and they're not there all of a sudden. And that, yeah. that to me is going to be the hardest part of today going to see her because I'm also going to get to see her today. And she's one of my favorite people on earth and she's lost her favorite person on earth. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's going to be really hard today. But. I just wanted to tell everybody this this morning because I, I we're always honest on this show. It's been a really tough morning. It's going to be a, a tough morning for the rest of this morning. But one of the things I had in touch, common with my pop 
it was, and I only found this out as he got older, he loved going for a drive. Yeah. He just loved going for a drive. And he was a lunatic. He used to take his family on these big open-ended drives. And I think the irony's not lost on me today that I'm going to drive five hours to go and see my family. Yeah. And it's the thing I have in common with him the most, that we both, when we've got a lot on our minds, love to go for a drive. Yeah. And that's the, like a final gift he's given me, that I'm, while I've got this on my mind, I get to go for this big drive today and just sit with my thoughts and reflect on my pop. And what an amazing guy he was. And, yeah, I just, I guess thank you for letting me indulge like this, Canberra. I really appreciate it. Um, but I, I also just wanted to say to Ned and Michael, who are sitting here with me, the privilege of this job is I get to start my day no matter what's going to come with my two best friends. And today I've had laughs in this studio. We've talked off air about other things. And I love you both so much. Thank you very much for letting me. Forget about this for a bit today. And this is every day we get to start our day. Just I hang out with my best friends and yeah. I really appreciate that. So love you, Pop. And I know you're at peace now, mate. And hope to see you down the road. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganas Edwards Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.